welcome aboard, everybody. Episode 52. Blue 52. Omaha. Omaha. 52. It's Danish and O'Neill. Making some beef stew. Yeah. That's what it's going to be called. Taking a big poop. Jesus Christ. I can't stand the word poop. I was just... What about poo? I'm not a big fan of either of those poop words. Poop and poo, yeah. Call it duty, crap, shit. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> The By big, the way, earlier today... Remember Doodoo Brown, the comedian? Doodoo Brown was a comedian we saw on the revamped Def Jam uh, comedy special on HBO. Yeah. And uh, Doodoo, Doodoo Brown came Brown. out with a wrestling belt. And uh, his he name was, was great. Doodoo Brown. Uh, it's a bold name to come out to. Shockingly, he was uh, filthy. But earlier... Are we, and, but haven't seen him since. If anyone knows no. if he still exists, uh, hit us up. If anyone knows Doodoo Brown personally, we'd love to have him on the show. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I like the name. I don't know what he's going to bring. <laughs> he's actually Charlie Brown's older brother. Really? Doodoo? Yeah. He was never on he the had, show. He didn't have a. He didn't really have a similar look to Charlie Brown. Earlier today, I was watching some TV, and I saw this attractive woman in a commercial, and it was a commercial for... Um, IBS and it was all about diarrhea. And it's like <laughs> they have hot chicks, dude. They good news, it. everybody. I got a commercial. Bad news. It's uh, that's heavily. the old the old joke of the herpes commercial. Yeah, but this is the diarrhea herpes. It's, it's the, IBS is the herpes of diarrhea. Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? I guess. Uh, let me just do some quick shout outs. I'm still trying to get through I've got, these. I'm, I'm doing a full episode just dedicated. I think we should release one on a Wednesday. That's just all my 137 shout outs. <laughs> Amy from Nebraska. Thanks for the review. We got another lady on the team. Yeah, well, it could be... A lady that we've had previously. That's true. Who just decided to stop being a freeloader. That's true. Hayden Spivey. What's up, Hayden? I'll let you boy. The old Spivey. Nick I knew a guy last name Spivey. Was his name Hayden? No. Nick Spinozzi. Do you know Nick Spinozzi? The old Spinozer? Ine Spinozzi. I don't, uh, it does not ring in a bell f- with me. Aaron Hartley said he's going cougar hunting. I'm not sure if he's talking to animals or older women. Better hang out at the TGI Friday's parking lot. And he wanted a shout out uh, for Gigi Allen, the anniversary of his death, 628. You know what, though? Here's my one knock on Gigi Allen. I know what you're going to say. That fucking pussy died of an overdose when he promised he was going to kill himself on stage. And he would have been... I mean, how... To solidify your legacy by killing yourself on stage. Now that would have been a Gigi Allen that I knew. If you don't know who Gigi Allen is, he was uh, a punk. Uh, what would you call him? A punk? I mean, he was, he was a, a, a lead singer of a, of a <laughs> real <laughs> shitty, crazy metal band. And he was just known for insane antics. He, he would, would walk a, into the crowd and people would punch him in the face. He would take a dump on stage and then throw it at people that like, attended his shows where people would come out covered in shit. He'd take out his dinky and by dinky, no, I mean, he, he was, wouldn't take it out. It was real small. I mean, this is the world's smallest dick. It was a real, balls. it was a real thimble. He loved to get naked though. He was not ashamed. I'll give him he that. He would smear his own shit on his oh. chest during his shows. Do you remember when, uh, so there's a documentary that Todd Phillips, director of The Hangover, director of Old School. Among many other, uh, yeah. Starsky and Hutch, and, a lot uh, of movies. His greatest film though is called Hated. It was his first film, or early. What was the first? It was his, yeah, he was in film school when yeah. he made it, but it also is probably one of his greatest. Uh, it's It just looks at Gigi Allen. He drove around with him. Yeah. Todd Phillips was, himself. It's pretty crazy. 
Uh, yes, Do you remember when Gigi Allen walks out of the concert after the police break it up? He is, sh- he literally is shit on his face. I think he had blood too, and he has his arm around his girlfriend. <laughs> oh man, uh, I got three more. Monger. Danny Walk. He left a review. Walk it out, Danny. Jacob Egbert. He gave me a sp- uh, phonetic spelling. Thanks. Think I got it. The old Egbert. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's not the traditional Egbert spelling. He said uh, he's been a fan since Erection Town, so thanks, old Eggy. And then Kevin Dorsey, thanks for the review, and uh, that's mine. I'm done. Old KD. KD, the Dorser. Uh, last night, big UFC 200, yeah. and uh, one word I have for it, overrated. You know what I will, I, the good news is, is that Dana also agreed with it. He's like... You know, it's some, uh, a couple of good fights, a couple of not good fights. A lot of the problem is... I is, mean, when you uh, overhype these things. Well, not only that, but let's look at what happened. You got Connie Mack, Nate Diaz. Yeah. that they, Which, Connie Mack pulls a real bitch play. Yeah, but I wasn't even looking forward to that. I wasn't either, but that but, fight fell through, so that yeah. was one knock. But after watching 200, <laughs> I wish that card was on there. Or I wish that fight was on that card. Second knock, big Johnny Jones pulled a real boner. By uh, testing positive, he claims yeah. he has no idea what it was. But I, I like how his defense is, I can't even pronounce it. Yeah, guess what? There's people all over the fucking world that are taking drugs that they can't fucking pronounce, asshole. I once took steroids, and I can't pronounce <laughs> that. The Steven Seagal. <laughs> I have a Steven Seagal dictionary. I once took steroid, steroids. Do you, Steven Seagal got hired to do the Google uh, definition. He, he does the... Uh, Kung Fu. He, you know when you could hit the the thing and have someone yeah. actually... Say, I don't know. He does it. my uh, ways. Does he? He take, probably could. Take a left because there's, there's the wagon wheel in Sakamoto Sensei. You're going to cross the highway. <laughs> the Hiawatha. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah the first card, of all, John uh, Jones out for two years, man. Well, that is that. Did they? It's not verified. He's gonna, usually they he's say gonna contest a, it. offense of that, of that uh, variety. Is I say years? cut John Jones. Let him go to Bellator. Fucking forget about him. He's it's, been nothing uh, but trouble. And I, some the, people have sympathy for him, but the problem is he has a legacy of fucking up. He hits a pregnant woman, well, flees the scene. He's not very he's apologetic. He was apologetic yeah. this time, but he didn't really apologize much for that car crash into the pregnant woman. Dude, if you and I hit a pregnant woman and injured her and fled the scene, we'd be in jail still right not now. to mention, you'd be beside yourself for like the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. It'd be a real wake-up call. Not for him. He's bragging about it. He's telling Cormier he beat him in his prime, his partying prime. And then uh, and I, sir, a reporter said, what would you do differently if you could go back? He said, not wreck my Bentley. Didn't mention the other woman. Is that what he said? Yeah. What a fucking asshole. So uh, I think he's just a case of a guy. He was young, super yeah. talented. He fucking had it all, and he kind of just flew too close to the sun, man. It happens. You reap what you sow, man. He's sowing bad vibes, and he's bringing them into the UFC. I say, Dana should just make the boldest move ever and just fucking get rid of him. He's going to be sitting for two years, so I don't know what he's going to be doing for cash. He lost a lot of his spine. If you want, maybe he'll do stand-up comedy. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to go over well. Uh, Okay, so yeah, so that gets fucked up. Anderson Silva just showing up to Vegas to have a good time with his kids. He steps you know, in to fight DC, Daniel Cormier. You got to give respect to both guys. Cormier yeah. had no clue that was going to be his opponent. A, a huge emotional letdown after he finds out Jones 
isn't going to fight him is the guy his only loss wants to avenge it a lot of shit talk they don't like each other but i think the biggest credit goes to anderson silva a guy so dangerous that he cannot train for two months and then walk in with the pound for pound right now uh greatest or you know pound for pound 205er champ in the game and uh not get finished it was it was a weird fight. I couldn't tell was, if Cormier was taking it easy. I think on him. he was a little bit. It was but, just, uh, but also, it was just kind of a weird. I think he respected his power and like his yeah. But it did seem like he could easily take him down. But, but he went he toe could, to toe with Jones. Yeah, it was just a weird. I don't know. It was I, I also a weird think, fight, man. I think the fight was out of Cormier when he found that out. I think yeah. he was just like, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna cruise through this. Who knows? My heart's not in it. Maybe I'm he doing went it for a paycheck. Maybe he went and got shit canned. Yeah, because he didn't give a. F- he weighed in at two of six. It was not. It was a non-title fight. It didn't fucking matter. Then you had uh, Misha Tate. Just looked uh, very bad. She got lucky with Holmes, man. She uh, right. she's very one-dimensional. She loves that wrestling. She can strike a little bit, she, but she loves those takedowns. I, I don't even think that she's one-dimensional. I think that she's just not of a world-class caliber. She's three-dimensional she, when she's you look not, at those titties. She's a great body. She's a beautiful woman. I agree with that. <laughs> uh, uh, the fight of the night for me was a Jose Aldo. Yeah. Well, hungry. Before we get to that, was the Lesnar, which is just like... Oh, man. It was just a pride freak show fight. But what's weird... Is that Lesnar now is in the top yeah. ten? And I, I think he's going to come back. I read an article that said it, they're thinking he uh, he was pumped to be there. They're saying he's he. I'll give him this. He was before. I think he was kind of playing that heel character. He was just trying to sell tickets when he yeah. was like making a lot of those like not you know he was doing like promos like a wrestler. But on this one, he was like he made some weird comment about like racial unity. It was very odd the way he phrased it. But he, he was like, he said from a white boy. I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> he just said from a white boy to all yeah. other. But uh, then I, when he started white yeah, boy, yeah, I was wondering, like, oh I was like, boy, well, he's in Canada now. I don't know what's happening. But uh, it said he wants to do uh, WWE part time and UFC. I don't think you can't do. You could do WWE part time. You can't do UFC part time. I say either fucking. You know, man up and go for it full time again. My problem with him is his striking just still looks so rudimentary. Dude, he, he's... The problem is there aren't a lot of grapplers who start out in grappling that ever get a solid striking His game. striking looks good when he gets a guy down. He's good ground and pound. But that's not striking. No, I know. I know. That's just beating a that's guy. That's just ground and pound. And just beating a man. Yeah. Like his punches on the feet, he threw a couple that looked terrible. Yeah, but how can you go from just training for a month? He's... He, you have to train striking every day for fucking a couple of years in order to become an effective striker in the he octagon. You should shouldn't train wrestling at Dude, all. Freddie Roach told Conor McGregor, come train with me for three years. And then I would say that you could maybe step in with uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yeah, so that hunt just seemed like he couldn't get comfortable. Lesnar's just such a beast of a guy, he, and he just and couldn't. He t- takes him down, and Hunt's not a grappler. No, and he just couldn't get comfortable enough yeah. with striking, and he, I think he should have gone for it a little more in, I, I in hindsight. Had he known he was going to get held down for the last like three minutes, yeah. then I think he would have just swung, swung for the fences, but yeah. I thought 
it looked like he was stuffing his takedowns and he was pushing Lesnar around a little bit. Yeah. And I got excited, but then he took him down and he fucking laid on him. Then you had the Velasquez Browns, not really much of anything. Browns overrated. Yeah. Who's that Brown? Doo Brown. He's Doo-doo. related to Doo Brown. I don't think he is. I think he is. That beard. <laughs> you imagine if it was. <laughs> Charlie the, Brown, Doo Brown, and Travis Brown. As I said, for me, the fight that lived up to the billing. Yes. I think one of the only was Jose Aldo looks fucking. By well, the way, did you, Joe Lozon and Diego Sanchez yeah. was a great fight, too. Oh, that was uh, under un, untelevised. Yeah. Or not on the pay-per-view, sorry. But did you see, by the way, Connie Mack, what he was doing during the fight? The Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar, which is no. a fight for the interim belt to fight Connie Mack. Which makes no sense because Connie Mack's not injured and he's, he's, he's healthy and able to fight. This D-bag stood up the whole fight just begging for that camera to come over to him. Stood just on his, screaming? Just, no, just stood on his feet with his arms crossed. Just like I'm invested in this for 25 minutes. They did. I saw a picture of him. He's just standing there. And it said he was there the whole time. That's what I. Someone said, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking right. standing up. Fire the guy behind him. Be like, hey, fucking sit hey, down, down, you down motherfucker. Front, fucking, you're in the USA, bitch. He did, he's doing all those promos for UFC. The game. 13, 13 seconds. Three. Tree knockouts. Whatever. So I hope J- Jose Aldo looks fucking. Ba- he looks like he's back. Yeah, because he, he, dude, when you go, I th- some of these guys think they're invincible when they go on a hot streak. Ten years, he was undefeated, and then guess what? You need to sometimes get that your ass handed to you to get you back in that fucking motivated mood. Well, not to mention that that knee injury, I think, was pretty big, and then coming back, and then yeah. M- McGregor got in his head. I think a little bit. He came out a little sloppy. And he just got, got caught. caught. It happens, man. I want that rematch, dude. I want it. Bad. I know. I now. I, I and also want. Uh, by the way, I watched the Dos Anjos versus uh, Alvarez fight today. Mm-hmm. I saw the end. It was crazy. Unbelievable fight. The ending was crazy. That was a back and forth. That was just a fucking great fight. It was a melee. And there's no way that Conor McGregor could fight either of those guys and the, have a shot. The uppercut Alvarez hit him with at the end was fucking deadly. I mean. And that fight could have gone either way, but Dos Anjos is a tough motherfucker. He could not knock him down. He was just beating on him. Alvarez was swinging everything he had, and Dos Anjos wouldn't go down. So then finally the ref stood in while he was standing up and called it. Yeah, it was uh, my problem, with the, or not my problem, but my theory on the UFC 200 is it's just like a lot, you know, like New Year's. It very rarely lives up to a great night. It's just, it's that Dude. Tuesday night where you're not expecting anything, where you're like, yeah. whoa, we saw a lady's tits, there was it a hap- donkey, fucking a, a goat. It happens every time there's a UFC, though, and that they hype the yeah. shit out of it. It never, it's always the fucking fight night card that nobody watched. Although you if go, I Holy recall, shit. UFC 100 was pretty good. I can't. Lesnar headlined it. I can't fully remember, but I, I recall it being nice. all right. But, oh, a uh, lot of those, you know, those mega fights that they pitch. You know, it's like, oh, this is going to be some of Anderson Silva's big fights. Turned out the one with Damian Maya turned out to be a fucking snooze fest. Yeah. So that's enough UFC talk. Uh, you're going to Calgary Tuesday. Calgary. Come see us at Yuck. Wait, no, it's all sold out. But oh, well, maybe you can buy some tickets from some dirty Canadian scalpers. Come see O'Neill standing outside of Yuck Yucks. Yeah, in Calgary. Uh, I think it's the 14th. And Ari Chauffeur, Ari Schaefer, Ari Shuffier, as yeah. most people call him, uh, he sent you a list of foods. that Because what is it going on? There's a Calgary Stampede Rodeo thing? It's called Stampede. It's oh, like, Stampede. I, I think Sorry. it takes place. I think it's just this huge event that I think there's multiple rodeos and uh, a couple hundred thousand people show up. Yeah. Just there to see it. 
And I think there's a food fair and all this other crap that's going on. Is there any I think truth? there's a fucking parade. Is there any truth to the rumor that Ari paints his face up like a clown and does some rodeo clown work? <laughs> dude, are you kidding me? He hates physical contact. <laughs> that's get, great for him. Get destroyed. He's, he's elusive, uh, dude. I'm trying to get in an episode <laughs> of Baskets. Uh, I tore some uh, something in my knee. I don't even know what it was, but I will get out here and I'll, I'll you, run the bowl. Do you remember when he got knee surgery? You're like, what happened to your knee? <laughs> you're not like an athlete or anything. And he's like, got out of my car. My knee buckled. <laughs> so, yeah, then he that. said, then he would say, I was on stage the other night uh, and my <laughs> knee was just buckled on me. The guy's doing stand-up comedy. He's the only guy who had to get <laughs> knee surgery from doing stand-up comedy. What an athlete. He had to get it scoped. What a f- fucking, getting out of his car stand-up comedy was too much for his knee to handle. What a fucking athlete. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he sent man. you uh, a list of oh, foods. Oh, Jesus Christ. Can you, a list of foods you guys I have to try? I wish I would have known, but... Uh, well, one of them was a was a cheeseburger. Do you not have it on your phone? I don't have it on my phone. Oh, I have okay. to get it on my email. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you well, want to? You want to? I know what. I know what. I can name a few off look the, at top the computer. Of my head. One of them was deep fried tequila balls. I have a computer. What is that? Ari's balls dipped in tequila. It was deep fried. Deep fried. It was like uh, something filled with tequila. And it was deep fried. Would you like to access your email? I can. I can remember a lot of them because they're very memorable. Can't you access your email from your phone? I can. It will take me a second because it's not hooked up. You but I me- can go through a shitload of okay. them right now. So how are you feeling? about that first item uh that i will not be trying but i one thing that did wait wait, this isn't mandatory (laughs) you could probably google it 34 foods that you should try this is an ari's list ari sent the list of like things it was but it was like a buzzfeed list or was it his own it was something in no no it was was an article about stampede uh one of them was a was a burger that's stuffed with mac and cheese which i've got to try that's so basically like an, a crazy cheeseburger. I guess. Yeah. The most interesting one was a corn dog, but it's actually dipped in Ari Shafir's no, ass. Inside a pickle. The hot dog is inside a pickle. Then the pickle Wait. is corned. Oh, like a big pickle. Yeah. And then they hollow it out. What the fuck? And so it's like you bite in through the corn dog, you know, the outer, whatever the fucking disgusting shit is. Then you hit a pickle, then you hit a hot dog. That thing shouldn't be called Frankenstein's dick because it's uh, green. It's like all weird, but then green on the inside. But then they had butter chicken fries. Butter and I, chicken I, I looked fries. it up, what it was made of. It's just made of b- butter, chi- butter chicken on fries. I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck it is. I think it's just chicken grease. So they have grease bread. Uh no, they so had this, a shitload so this is like, of crazy uh, desserts. So this is like a, a you know like the fair where they have like these. This is like fried, a taste of Chicago with a bunch of fucking like bull deep, riders, and they have like deep fried Snickers, that sort of shit. Yeah, but they're taking it up a notch. It's getting uh, it got pretty nutty. There was some crazy shit. So I'm worried. I'm gonna have to try a lot of this stuff. So I've been. Uh, you may come back at 400 pounds. <laughs> I might come back dead in a fucking pine box from being killed by a grizzly bear because it's too fat to outrun it that's true yeah you're going camping uh so what what you what food do you most want to try i want to try that burger that's stuffed with mac and cheese and is probably, this all full samplings or is it just like a little i'm small sure it's taste? the same as like a truck a food truck or some sort of cart set up and you, you buy the whole thing but you know me when I go there, you're going to be stuffed to the fucking gills. I will probably end up puking. Most of the time when I'm <laughs> drinking and eating, I end up puking from the eating, not the drinking. You may smoke some uh, dope, probably. Not, I have to keep my mind clear. Really? For the for the camping. <laughs> my mind's going to be... Uh, By the way... Is gonna, probably going to be taxed enough. Maybe you could try some of these items. I was sent these uh, stories. This is a good segue. 
out of sorry, I forget who sent it. Oh, I think I found this myself, by the way. Burger King. These I, what I like about the fast food restaurants is a lot of them are like refusing to admit that some people are getting healthier while some are just like, hey, let's get let's become Dude, the fattest okay, your fast ever. food. Nobody's fucking getting healthier. There's not a person that has that goes regular to McDonald's that's getting any healthier from anything that they're fucking. No, I'm serving. saying the general public. Like, oh, you're, you're saying as as society has changed and we've seen McDonald's as the thing that gets you fat. A lot of people have gone away from going there, and so rather than admit- uh, where they get it, the obesity epidemic is is on the rise. I'm at saying all some times. people, but then some others are like, "Fuck it, we don't care." Yeah, but I'm saying McDonald's, they're they're uh, still getting new customers. They are, but the fast food, they're like keep trying. And they're obviously always trying to evolve. So I like like how they're trying to hook new customers. Yeah. Burger King, I think it's, I don't, I think this is a regional thing. It's crazy. <laughs> Regional Burger King is making the Whopperito. It's a Whopper <laughs> in burrito form, oh which God. sounds so That's fucking disgusting. disgusting. That is fucking. <laughs> so what, what are they going to do? Just grind the meat? Is, is it going to be taco meat or is it going to be a Whopper it's, with onion or whatever the fuck comes on a Whopper? It's beef, American cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, <laughs> oh pickles, white onions, ketchup and mayonnaise, oh. and then wraps it into a flour tortilla. Oh. It's uh, only been spotted in the Hermitage, Pennsylvania Burger King. If oh, you live there, did you? That's because they're trying. They're literally. They've picked this place to try it out. This is their beta test. Yeah, it says uh, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Someone else. Some it's, people claim they've spotted it at a location near Champion, Ohio. They're just spotting. <laughs> what is this? The Loch Ness monster? It really is fast food. Uh, they they now have grilled hot dogs as well. We do have hot dogs at fucking Burger King. Yeah, they have a Whopper dog. Oh wait, it's, no, it's a burger with a hot dog on it. Uh, it says it's a similar. Oh yeah, it's made with all the toppings that are found on a Whopper, but placed on a hot dog rather than a hamburger. So it's like the meat. Oh Jesus Christ, dude! My thing know. is, where is there to evolve from the burger? Like you've already fucked that burger as hard as you can. You can't squeeze any more bullshit onto that thing. Dude, I, I don't think I could handle a Whopperito. Sounds like fucking the most disgusting the thing. The mayo? Can you imagine that mayo just squirting in your mouth? Just something about it. And uh, I haven't eaten fast food in a long time. I mean, I have like, I've had it in and out, but it's kind of a higher quality usually. In and out's a little different. Yeah. Also, uh, like, they don't, they don't have all the fictions. Ah, uh, so if you, but a Whopperito, something about just the form, uh, it just sounds disgusting. Dude, I, I, anyone who puts mayo on a burrito has some, some serious fucking problems with their head. So, if, do, do you eat mayo at all? Uh, if it's on stuff I every now and then, I, I usually it. avoid it. I don't buy it oh, ever. I can't stand it. Uh, if that's not enough, Burger King still thinking out of that box, dude. They got a new item that uh, I don't know if I think it's it might. I think it might be crazier than the Whopperito. Because the Whopperito, you're just taking one thing, putting it's it in a different box. It's basically a burrito with mayo on it. So they just released. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> it's Cheetos stuffed with macaroni and cheese. Wait, a- that's that's on the Burger King menu on the menu, aka Mac and Cheetos. <laughs> I love when they I love when they partner up. This is Taco Bell did this with Dorito, and they partner up with an existing product, and then they start injecting shit into it. It's only available for eight weeks, so if you want, if you, have a, if you have a hankering for Cheetos, oh my stuffed God. with Mac and cheese, you better get out to your local Burger King. You know how disgusting that cheese and who how 
I always wonder how the fuck they inject there that shit is. in there. It's a bit. It's like the it's big, big it's the big Cheeto. Oh my god, that looks the fucking most hideous. Thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, we ate, we ate one of those Dorito Loaded's once. Ugh. I felt like a fucking felt like a Tasmanian devil was coming in my mouth. Just disgusting. It was terrible. People uh, love it though, man. You can get a five pack of the Mac and Cheetos, just two forty nine. Comes with three hundred and ten calories <laughs> for just five of them. That's good. Uh, some people are loving them on social media. This article really. Some people say they struck gold, dude. Yeah, I people. If, <laughs> there's somebody for everything. Imagine working in that test kitchen. Like you're like, let's shove uh, edible dog shit of the white variety. In truffles, and then we're gonna put it in a bun. You're probably healthier to eat white dog shit. <laughs> the Taco Bell place is down by the Irvine Improv. They do like food testing and shit. There. Yeah, we we've driven by it. The, who, who who did we talked to somebody who was like a food tester? It, no, his food. friend was. Yeah, it would no his friend's father. I think was it was the the very inside reference. It's David the David Taylor catastrophes. Yes, musician guy. Yeah, Joe, I believe is. Yeah, you know oh, that's right. When he was. Uh, they were going in on, on the, uh, he was telling a story about like coming up with a new product and how many years it takes and all the fucking testing. It was insane. Well, the conversation started because he was smoking flavored Swisher Sweets. Yeah. Cigars. And he was like, I think he said they had like a cake. Fl- I don't know. Like there was all these weird. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I made a joke and he's like, it's no serious. He's like, seriously, they have like birthday cake or something. I don't know. It was all these weird something. flavors. It's fucking crazy. All that shit's gonna kill you so piggybacking or hogbacking off of that story tracy old tracy sent me this he's been silent for a while he moved oh he did he's no longer in kentucky i believe he's in ohio really yeah i made the move so uh this story goes perfectly with what we're just talking about this is from the uh, courier journal looks like it's from kentucky he's still staying up with his kentucky news dude once he live in kentucky you always stay up with the kentucky news so this is out of louisville louisville metro police arrested a woman accused of stabbing a man during an altercation that began after she hit him with a burrito <laughs> this lady leads with the burrito comes behind it with the knife what the burrito is the jab <laughs> is that even assault so Christine, That's like a comedic assault. That's like getting hit with a rubber chicken. Christina Blevins, 48, of Louisville, arrested Tuesday night in connection with the incident, which police said occurred around 7 p.m. Wait, do they say how big the burrito is? Because if, if it's a big burrito, I guess it could hurt. You get the hot grease on you. I mean... Was not, it stuffed with guac? Did it have hot sauce on it? You get hot sauce in the eye. Who knows? If you, I mean, I wouldn't want a major league pitcher whipping a burrito at me. I don't think I want him whipping anything. So uh, she, it said the, she and the man were engaged in a verbal argument, which uh, I guess most arguments are verbal, I guess, unless you're miming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a ver- verbal argument after she struck him in the head with a burrito. Oh, as opposed to a physical argument. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but it's not really arguing. Isn't that fighting? I mean, it's still an argue, a physical <laughs> altercation argument. So as he was walking out of the kitchen, uh, she picked up a knife and threatened him. The man uh, cussed at Blevins and turned to walk away. She then tried to stab him, but he blocked the knife. He was, what? This guy's a real hero. <laughs> what? Not only, what did he block it with? Not only, uh, it says his hand because he was cut in the back of his left hand. The knife. Oh, so he just did the fucking, he just put his hand up. The knife redirected, also stabbing the woman. What? What kind of move did she have? She got cut. Dude, w- did Sensei Seagal teach him that? He may have worked at the you wagon. You block the, the knife and then the knife stabs the person who's trying to attack you. I want the knife. 
please. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so she got arrested. Uh, that guy's pretty crazy. Not only does he have a strong enough chin to take a, a burrito attack, but he can fucking block the knife. Yeah. He may need to get into some sort of combat league. <laughs> what, food fights? <laughs> food fight. Professional food fights. It's like MMA meets you fight with food first, then you fight with uh, your fist. I, burritos cause a lot of problem. I had a problem with burritos once. What happened? I think I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told it on here. Uh, when I was an asshole uh, 21-year-old kid. You? Maybe I was even younger. <laughs> I might have been like 18 or 19. What I'm uh, questioning is I didn't know you were ever 21. Yeah, I was. I was believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't just skip it. Uh, so I used to hang out with my buddy down at uh, Indiana University, and he was in a frat. Uh, he was in the Delta Tau Deltas. It's actually called a fraternity. Would you call your country a cunt? Yeah, I do. This country is a cunt. I remember I heard people say that. I'm like, you fucking serious? Shut up. You fucking, that guy, whoever says that is a huge cunt. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, so, and then I used to, I used to go visit because I could get free alcohol. Yeah. And uh, I could fuck around. I had a lot of uh, security there because there were some bigger guys that liked me so I could do whatever I wanted to the new recruits or the younger members. If you have an inn at somewhere like that, like you have a place to stay. Yeah. Like you can really do what you want. And, and if you have the backing of, like, senior guys there, then it's a free-for-all. You can just go to a party and do whatever the fuck you want. And that's what I did. And every time anybody had a problem with me, one of the big guys there was like, you got a fucking problem with him? So I was, like, an untouchable guy. So imagine me at, like, 19 or 20. Were you an honorary drunk. member? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think I ever asked if I was. Did you know the handshake? Uh, I, do, I did know the handshake. I don't know it anymore, but I did do Did you ever know do the, the elephant walk with them? No. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. Uh, everything, I knew everything that went on there. The elephant walk is where it's a chain of guys. <laughs> like, I don't know why anyone would do, do this. And you stick, is it thumb? You stick your thumb you in the guy's ass yeah, in front of you? It's, supposedly. There's other ways. You could also just grab hold of their dingus on a, the sock. Jeez. It's just the whole fucking... <laughs> most, uh, most hazing is very homo. A lot of times you walk through like a sorority that's like partnered with you. Real I don't think the hazing for sororities, A, is obviously not probably as no. bad. Two, it's just not... There's no yeah, lesbian... Nobody sh- you don't have to put your finger in another girl's pussy no. and do a line of them like Only that. Only men are like, get down into your undies, touch yeah. this guy's balls. It's all homoerotic. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry. So I uh, so this guy he he loved that I used to fuck with people and like he's like I want to get in a fight. So it was late night. We went to uh, El Amigo. I think this is what it was called. Then. Oh, El Amigo. Interesting. Uh, their yeah. their thing was burritos as big as your head, and these were giant motherfucking <laughs> were <they> burritos. Circles? <laughs> Dude, no, they were. It was like if you had an oblong head. Say you uh, say you were pulled out of your mother's vagina with forceps. And like your head so, was like real Sylvester skinny. Stallone. Yeah, but his I think they just severed his uh his eye nerves. Oh. So they were droopy. So then I went in there and I was like I yelled, The burrito inspector's here. Okay. So I was the burrito inspector. What were you wearing? Were you wearing I, a suit? <laughs> wearing a regular outfit. <laughs> you were wearing like a I wanted I didn't want anyone to alert the employees at the establishment that the burrito inspector was in town. So I wore my street clothes. I went undercover. So then I make the announcement. How did people react? Were they like, oh uh, shit? No, oh shit, like, get the burritos ready. The burrito inspectors like, Who's this fucking asshole? So I walk around to tables and what are you doing? Just getting something queued up. Go ahead. I'm uh, walking around to tables and uh, I'm putting my finger in people's burrito. 
and I'm testing the burrito for quality, warmth, whatnot. So you're just in the restaurant. Yes. You're not like you didn't go to the kitchen. You're just no, walking. No, I'm around. just walking around. People aren't are happy these about students this. or are these like regular people. These are students. Okay. No, no, this is like two in the morning. And it okay, so it's like in a college town. Yeah, got it. And the uh, it's the establishment is on the second floor of kind of like a kind of a strip strip mall type place on the side of the street. Okay. And so I do it to this one. So, so you just went, you just go finger right into it. Right into the fucking burrito. And then what, you lick the finger? No, or you just I look just at say, it? ah, feels good. That's it. Next burrito. So you're just by, you're just temperature. I'm just going temperature. Rather than use an official temperature gauge, <laughs> my, got, your What do finger. I need that? I got my finger here. Why not, if you knew it was that kind of party, why not stick your dick in the burrito potatoes? I wish I would have. Uh, so then I get to some people... So like no one's like what are what's the first people's reactions are but I'm also is it like fuck you or is it just like they don't know what they're to shocked do? by this and I'm also pretty drunk so my recollection is a lot of shock how many people are you with I'm with uh, probably th- three or four people okay but they're big guys like big. You're lucky though. Like you my buddy at the time was benching like four fifteen. You could have run into like a Chad Mendez type who would have looked well, unassuming. Yeah, well, we did. So <laughs> then after I do that, we go out and uh, we're standing on the second floor. They had like a kind of a balcony before you go to the stairs, and two guys that I had done that to walked out, and uh, they weren't too happy with the inspection. No, they their inspection. They didn't like their burrito being inspected. And the guy's like... Did you tell him you were just trying to prevent salmonella? I, the guy said, you're a fucking asshole. I think I said something about him just doing my job. <laughs> you took your job. Yeah. You were staying in the burrito character. I'm just doing my job. <laughs> I, stayed, I stayed in the burrito character for 15 years after that. You were in the Sasha Baron Cohen once yeah. you're in the burrito character <laughs> mindset. You're not coming out. So the guy I was with who said, oh, I want to get in a fight. So he took over. And he, so, he said that to you? No, he just took over. Oh, he, okay. He just goes... So they were walking down the stairs... He kicks the last guy to go down in the back. Okay. Kicks him in the back. That's not nice. And this guy goes sailing down the stairs. His buddy... What, just like uh, he put his hands on the railing and just yeah. that foot and in then the middle of the back? Him, and he takes a tumble, but he, you know, he grabs himself. Which could have hurt the guy bad. Could have hurt him pretty bad. So then his buddy, who's kind of a bigger guy, not like particularly uh, you know, in, in intimidating or anything, he goes, oh, you want to fucking go? So the guy I was with, who I, he's, he's not my friend. This is just an just acquaintance. No, just a guy. He's, uh, uh, he's not on the burrito inspection payroll, right? No, he's, okay. just, he's just there to protect me in case of any problems. <laughs> he's on uh, the beans and rice. Yeah, he's on beans <laughs> and rice detail. Uh, he says, yeah, let's go, motherfuckers. So we, we all go down the stairs. Are you lo- willing to fight? Or are you no, just like- I'm not willing to fight. So you didn't want to fight? You, no, you just wanted I just to wanted to have burritos. a good time. You would punch the clock. <laughs> this was like, this is what I did. This was kind of my You thing. were an inst- a provocateur. I was, yeah, I was a mild anarchist. <laughs> to take after your father, the great Steve O'Neill, who's also a mild anarchist. Uh, so I was just there for having some tomfoolery, entertaining some people. Sounds like Obviously, there was some foolery being had. We, at that age, you don't realize that you're really just pissing fucking people well, there's re- there's, there can be repercussions yes. to this sort of inspection well there's about to be some re- repercussions so they square off and uh this is the guy the, your acquaintance and the other guy yeah okay so uh some fists fly as they always do good form or just wild <laughs> craziness terrible form got it and then, like all fights... Did you take out your black belt that you have in Taekwondo and start getting in your gi? I was wearing it already. I was okay. holding my pants oh, the up. Inspector, the burrito inspector is also a martial artist. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. So 
the some fists flail as they always do for a few seconds. Yeah. Then it immediately goes to the ground. The guy, as that, I, I believe, the stats like ninety percent of street fights do end up yeah. on the ground. Is why people take jujitsu or regular people try to get into jujitsu. Yes, or learn how to sprawl. Yeah. Uh, so the guy that I don't know lands up on the guy that is an acquaintance of mine. Okay. And they're kind of like grappling. Next thing I know, I hear screaming. Oh boy. He bit me. He bit me. Uh, the guy who, who was there that I didn't know, whose buddy got kicked down the stairs, he has blood on his mouth. And oh. I looked down, and he just bit off the guy that I was acquaintance with, bit off his eyebrow. Did he spit it on the ground? I don't know what. I don't know if he swallowed he it. He swallowed a man's I don't know. eyebrow? So half the eyebrow completely Jesus. gone and bleeding everywhere. Gone. He has a permanent scar to this day. Did he ever? I does, saw him about five years ago. Does he have hair where the eyebrow no, was? No hair. He's gone. It's a scar. So he has just one brow. He has half of a brow. He has one and a half brows. So immediately, Jesus. the fun and games are All over. All because of the burrito inspector. Does he blame you for that night? <laughs> of course he does. The fun and games are over. He didn't want to get in a fight after that. He goes, fuck you. This is your fault. I go, hey, man, I just gave you what you were asking for. Me, and also, the guy that kicked, got kicked down the stairs... He and I were kind of talking back and forth like these guys shouldn't be fighting. This is kind of a stupid idea. And when he bit off his eyebrow, he looked at me and he's like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to say. So he didn't have a problem at the end with the inspector. I think things got too real. Once Who he bit bites his eyebrow a man's off. eyebrow off? So then he's like, he told me, fuck you. We went back to my buddy's house. He had to go to the hospital. He had to get stitches put in. And uh, he blamed me. How many stitches? I don't remember. But did it was, your burrito inspector's insurance cover the the guys? It did. It did not because wow. he, he forgot the clock in that day. Oh he man! Technically, was not on the clock. Wow. So, lesson well, learned. So, kids, uh, if you're going to inspect burritos, just make sure if it comes down to fisticuffs, guard your eyebrows. I think that's the moral of the story. That's the problem. When you get in a fight, man, that, don't fight anybody. Don't fight on the street because you don't know who the fuck you're going to mess with. Do you with. think that guy was psychotic or just so enraged that that's where he took it? I think it's a guy who has no training whatsoever. And when you have no training, that's the most dangerous person you but, could ever fight in the street because... Their instincts take over. But to bite another, I mean, you're putting yourself at risk for HIV, AIDS, hepatitis. Yeah, but, you know, in the 90s, no one was thinking but that. But I mean, it's just a crazy move to go to. Yeah, but I, I think if you're like, my life, you don't, maybe, he, he you, may maybe have, you think your fucking life is on the line and there's a lot of crazy things you that do. That guy may also have some sort of anger management problem where he just fucking was enraged. I'll tell you what, great fucking move. Either way. There's a wrestler who uh, a lot of wrestlers often claim was the all-time real toughest guy in wrestling. A lot who of those guys it? like to fight. This guy, uh, he was uh, Samoan. His name was Haku, also went by Ming later in his career. <laughs> I, love uh, the, I love when they changed the name to just rebrand themselves. No, he, he went to another uh, organization. Yeah, but either way, yeah. it's a total rebranding. Well, I think, yeah, I think WWE, Don't they own his think WWE name? had his, that name yeah. probably. Well, anyway, uh, I, I mean, he, he, was, he, was like, he wasn't huge. He wasn't like a 6'10 guy. I mean, he was solidly built. And they said, uh, I forget what, I think he was in Puerto Rico, which I guess was like notoriously crazy. That's where Roddy Roddy Piper got stabbed uh, yeah, going to I the ring that. or leaving the ring. And then uh, Bruiser Brody, who's a very famous wrestler from the 70s, got murdered to death by a 
a wrestling promoter Jesus who Christ. fucking got off on trial. Like that's how fucking crazy Man. it was back then. Who would even go there? I like was the scene that crazy. Ric Flair or, would go a lot. But was that was the was it like a hotbed of activity? I mean, Puerto I just Rico. think back then, you know, it was like comedy. You just go where on. you get paid. Yeah. It's like, hey, we have there's even some guy, you know, like a guy they knew is like, hey, you know, I'm bringing guy whatever. And so uh, this dude was there in a bar, and I think somebody started a fight, or maybe I don't know if he did or whatever. I don't know all the uh, logistics. He ended up biting a fucking guy's nose off. <laughs> Jesus in the Christ. fight, I think he came to a guy's aid. <laughs> Holy and shit! And people claim, and obviously these stories become I caught, you know, the, the five, you know, the eight hundred yeah. pound fish. But you know, who knows if it's what? What if this is true? Bit the fucking. They claimed nose. it took twelve fucking cops. They just kept sending them into this bar, trying to take this guy Haku down, <laughs> and just couldn't fucking restrain him. <laughs> they just said he was fucking. They're like, if he gets mad, they're like, it's fucking. I believe insane. it does. I mean, that's. Dude, that's. Do you remember when I used to watch YouTube street fights all the time? You, uh, you're still not, because I thought you. I, I, I went back, but I had to take like a six, six month break because I was watching. I can't watch X con fights, Jeez. and I saw a guy X con fight. He, that's like the bottom of the barrel of YouTube fights. It's they're so crazy. So this one guy. How do you prove it? Like, like bring your paperwork to show you're an X con. Dude, you can pretty much tell these guys are X fucking cons. You know who could fight in that is Tammy Barbara. <laughs> From yeah. 60 days well, in. My advice is, so so one guy who, who claimed he was a fighter, he's kind of a doughy guy. They do drug tests for that, right? Yeah, they do. Make sure you're on drugs before you get in there. They test to make sure you already have AIDS before you walk in. Jeez. They fight in fucking the woods and stuff. This guy was fighting at the LA River or something. So this guy comes Imagine in. Imagine being on the film crew of that. You're like, please don't get, fuck, get me killed. This guy comes in who fashions himself an MMA guy, but he's wearing the uh, a shirt. He didn't want to wrestle without the shirt because he had some titties. And so this other guy is like an Aryan Brotherhood. This dude looked insane. He takes this guy down and he starts biting his cheek. So there's no rules whatsoever. There's uh, no, really, there are because I saw a guy get he a guy jumped in the air and kneed this guy in the head about five times. Can you grab a tree branch out. if you're in the woods venue and just no, beat a man? They do have weapons. Uh, they have a whole weapons, but that's a different. Oh, it's a different subset. Yeah, it's it's a different league. Jesus Christ! So this guy, he takes this guy down. And this guy starts sinking his teeth. You can see his teeth sinking into this guy's cheek. And this guy is screaming. Like, I've never heard anybody, a man, scream before. And the guy's going, ah. I mean, it was psychotic. And I, after that, he finally let go. This guy had teeth marks in his cheek, and it was bleeding. This guy was about to bite his entire cheek off. You get terrible infections from that. Dude, you can't fight people on the street. I would, uh, you run into that guy, you're in deep shit. The only way I would watch that is if you told me at the end, cops came in and, and either... No, that guy's walking the fucking street it's right just now. It's insane. Yeah. You can't a, fuck with anybody. A man who bit a guy's fucking cheek in a prick ex-con fight on YouTube. How many views did they get? Did that work? I don't. It was, that was like a couple years ago. Are they in YouTube that. stars now? Yeah, I'm sure they are. That guy, Because that guy went on to fight other people. Do they know PewDiePie? <laughs> I don't think they're that level <laughs> of star. I think they're a real subset of degenerates like me that like to watch ex-cons fight to the death. Uh, let me get into this story. This is a little older, but I've been sitting on this forever. I've just been meaning to get to it. haven't. Uh, this is from Pop Sugar. Uh, oh. Kind of a circle of mom subset. Where I get all of my grade A news. And this is, uh, this is when sometimes, maybe a lot of times, we're adults let down youngsters. And uh, <laughs> So this is about a girl. She spent time looking for the perfect dress. Uh, she got her hair did. How old is she? She's in high school. 
This is for the prom. Meticulous, putting her makeup on. Uh, Tiffany Taylor, a friend of Amy's, writes on her Facebook page. Amy's the girl, uh, the victim in this story, I believe. But despite looking, in quotes, like a princess, she was turned away from the school dance because her dress and off-the-shoulder embellished uh, tall gown, I don't even know what that means, was deemed too revealing. (laughs) Come on. So, uh... So to the friend, the friend, this is what the friend's saying about it. After spending some time in the restroom crying, she was told she could go in if she wore the vice principal's tux jacket. What? What a pervo! Which, mind you, did not cover her chest. She was told by a teacher repeatedly, us big girls gotta cover up. So she's a well-bosomed woman. Well-endowed, I believe you can say as well, for a woman. This young girl was shamed, in all caps, for having breasts. Her excitement during this memorable time of her life turned into embarrassment at the hands of adults who are supposed to be leading her. Shame on you, Maryville. I think you Maryville? Look, I think you look amazing. Indiana? It's Mar- It's spelled Maryville. Oh. Uh, let me see where it says. It doesn't say. Dude, first of all. Here's the girl. I mean, to me, this is fucking nothing. This is really not anything at all. Are you kidding me? Dude, I've seen way more revealing shit than that. I had a girl at my prom in booby tassels, and that was it. I had a girl with a corkscrew in her asshole, and that that was it. Just no no other clothes? Vagina was out. (laughs) Uh, First of all, these sexually repressed perverts, (laughs) it's not the students, it's the fucking faculty at this place. Just a bunch of fucking pervos who probably spanking it in the fucking bathroom. You know why that vice principal gave her the coat? Because he wanted to smell her fucking pheromones and jerk off to it later. What a fucking scumbag. Her tits, you, there's like a little bit of cleavage. She's it's, got big titties. That's it. Who fucking cares? Who cares, man? Let the girl dance. They're just tits. Let them play. They're just fucking titties. That's horseshit. They, they were going to kick her out of the dance. She had to wear some creepy fucking guy, probably with a comb she over. Did. Wear his goddamn dandruff-infested jacket. Fuck you, fucking wherever also, Maryville is. I think that's super pervy to be like, well, hey, you can wear this jacket. When some teacher's like, hey, us big girls got to cover up. Yeah, like some math teacher. Shut your teacher. mouth, you fucking, fucking <laughs> bitch. Get your, pro- Come on. Get your protractor out in the same us math class. big girls have to cover up. Why? Because you're a fucking shame to your body? Because your husband... Doesn't suck on your titties anymore. Makes you feel ashamed. Maybe you should expose your titties to the whole school. And maybe that'll empower you sexually. Not to mention, if this girl wants to go showing some cleavage, fucking more power to her. Who gives a fuck? You should empower this woman. Let her fucking do what she wants. There's a lot of crazy shit going on in the world, man. The world could end tomorrow. Let this girl, if she wants to fucking whip her top off at the prom, I say, I mean. (laughs) I say if you don't want to wear any, I say if you want to go topless. Dude, there's girls doing portos the day they turn 18. Not to mention, mention, hey, I got news for you, faculty. You're going to repress students like this? Those after-hour parties that they're going to are going to get that much crazier because you're telling them they can't do shit. It's not the students. It's the faculty. They're so sexually repressed that they're going to fear that they're going to come in their pants if they have to stare at this chick's big jugs. I think the principal's like, I didn't bring another pair of tidy whiteies, and I think I'm going to squirt in my shorts (laughs) from looking at these. So the article goes on to say that... We've gotten more puritanical in the past fucking 10 years that I... It's freaking me out, man. It's freaking me the fuck out. Dude, I remember there were girls who were pretty... uh, 
uh, how do you say it? Scandalously dressed at my prom. Yeah. A lot of leg being shown, a lot of boobies, and that's fine. Hey, I enjoyed it as a guy going to the prom. Girls weren't wearing panties. They were doing the Sharon Stone in the 90s. Hey. Leg more, cross. More power to you. Yeah. If, if, if this business school, you got to put on fucking the gym t-shirts t- tiny ways under your dress. Yeah. You got to put them <laughs> over your titties. Dude, you gotta wear it over your in dress. In the parking lot in my high school, people were butt fucking. What? Is that true? Probably. Are people, is one of them sitting across from me? We have an announcement. Can the man butt fucking in Space 95 please report to the office? You left uh, your headlights on. Uh, I need you to wear my my sport coat while you butt fuck, sir. Please wear my sport coat. So uh, what they say what's more annoying about this story is, well, I guess, is that uh, a lot of commenters on Facebook have, uh, uh, oh, from her fellow students who confirmed to their, oh, it's, oh, sorry. Okay, now I get this. I thought it was saying people were going against this chick on Facebook, but it was saying fellow students online confirmed that their own dresses to this same prom were arguably more revealing than the one Amy was singled out for. Yeah. It says your dress was definitely one of the classier ones compared it's to the It's a classy dress. Compared to the thigh high slits. Is that a slam oh, for what? Vagina? And sheer tops. Another student showed a picture of the backless dress she wore to the prom saying, How's Amy's cleavage somehow more revealing than my lower back showing that ass Whoa. cracker? And then uh ba ba. Goddamn perverts. I say free the beef cannons. That's the movement. Free the cannons. Free the man. beefers. I want to hear the cannons. So that was that one. And then uh, this one also got way. This is another another story sent to us by old William H. Whitebread, who sends me a lot of stories. What uh, what nationality is Whitebread? I believe Comanche <laughs> Indian. Cody Slaughter, that one was for you. Yeah. Oh, he's, uh, he's pro Fletch. Yeah, dude. I could go on for days. Uh, so here's this story, and you remember this story because we discussed this when it happened. Uh, this is, again, adults getting crazy. This guy was in the wrong, but it was a high school prank. So a guy is it an alligator in the window? No, no, no. So this guy was uh, he's a high school. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Reading this. Taking a while. So uh, the Red Mountain High School football team was taking their yearbook photo. Oh, yeah. A teammate. Did we talk about this? uh, Me and you talked about it uh, off air. So a teammate of uh, Hunter Osborne uh, dared him to stick the top of his dingus (laughs) out of his pants. uh, And he did it. And it ended up in the school's yearbook photo. First of all, you couldn't even see it. No, I looked at the picture. I, you really can't. When they they had to cir- they circled it, and you I still got, can't see. I got my monocle out. I saw you, and I couldn't you, still. You look like the Mister. You look like Mister Peanut. Then I got my uh, my diamond appraising monocle. I out saw that also, as well, and still couldn't see it. You look like a mad German scientist, and so he did it. Um, someone apparently complained, and uh, the justice apparatus of Mesa and the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Got into Is high that gear. Maricopa County, Arizona? Probably. I don't Ooh, know. That's a tough area. Into high gear and immediately threw the book at Osborne. I don't know if that's a joke because it's the yearbook. They may have, may have thrown it at his dick. Based on, it may have put him on a table and then slammed his dick with a book. Or shut, a, shut the book on the dick. Either one. Both painful. Based on the photo and admission, Osborne was booked, and I don't know if this number is ironic, for 69 counts of indecent exposure, a class one misdemeanor, and one count of furnishing 
harmful items to minors, a yeah. class four felony. The 69 it's counts of indecent crazy. exposure were for every person present when the photo was taken. This guy is going to be a fucking sex no. offender. Well, they over they overturned because it? because there was so much public outcry oh that this kid's God. life is going to be ruined over a stoop. His life is, would be fucked over something you can't even see. By he, the way, he was released. What uh, about when you go to the shower and you expose your dick to all those people? Because they're saying that he exposed. Oh, his, you're talking like a gym, the locker room. Yeah, yeah. They exposed his dick to all those teammates. Dude, there are team sports. I even I heard a story about fucking. I think it was on Real Sports about the fucking hazing that's going on in a lot of these marching bands and yeah, colleges. Yeah, like Real the, Sports. The, the Dude, they killed, the yard. They're they killing people. The guys. They're sodomizing people. Yeah, and you're gonna fucking go after this idiot who just fucked up and he did a stupid. You prank? also can't even see his dick. This is crazy, dude. They made him get fitted with an electronic fucking ankle brace. His life was about to got be out. fucked. But there was such a public outcry that they ended up uh, saying they gave him some slap on the wrist that's not going to follow him the rest of his life. But yeah, they were thinking about it. It was like child pornography. That's Yeah, that's what it's that... It's fucking crazy. That's what furnishing harmful... Uh, yeah. items to minors mean it because it was a yearbook they're trying to charge this they were trying to charge this guy with fucking making pornography and he would have probably gone down like that if there hadn't been such a it's crazy man it's crazy it's insane dude. you know it's, why because what we all have 50 percent of the population has a cock the other 50 percent will end up seeing a cock in their lifetime probably putting it in their mouth dude it's probably it's, it's crazy not, it's like we gotta fucking stop this is insanity I went to school with a kid, not this level, but he did double middle fingers in like the big class wide photo yeah. in middle school and it got oh. into the yearbook and they really went crazy. And he's like, I didn't even know. I mean, I think he clearly knew he was doing double like downward facing yeah. middle fingers, but he, he got away with it, but he had to, he did get put through the ringer by like the fucking shitty vice principal. Dude, I wouldn't have survived in this, in this climate now I'd be fucking done. I mean, I remember I had I'd my dick done. out in three of my 12 uh, class photos. Dude, I had my dick out during class, all my classes. Did you ever have the laser beam background on your school picture with your dick out? Do you remember the laser beam yeah. background you could get? Yeah. It was pretty that sweet. That was real 90s. I never got that. Did I you ever get the in one? The 80s, in the 80s, we only had laser beams. That was the only choice. Do you ever get the one of you, and then it's like you facing another direction, like above you? Have you ever seen that one? Yes, I've seen it, but I... I, <laughs> I never here, got Here's my I thing. I got the very basic. I just went in there and got my fucking picture taken. I rarely bought the photos. My parent, my mom would always get them. Few I them rarely are, bought the few photos. few of them are still kicking around. My middle school years weren't uh, the best in terms of uh, appearances-wise for me. Oh, Braze, yeah. Unlike, unlike the rest of the fucking studs <laughs> in middle school. What are you talking about? It's a rough... Like, you single yourself out like you're the only guy. That was a rough time in my life. You ever life. see my middle school pictures? They're insane. Uh, Braces, huge glasses. They got a pompadour. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, by the way, I saw... This is just off the top of my head. I was perusing uh, MSN, one of the best websites at known to man. They really delve deep. If you want your Hard news, hitting journalism. if you want your news, and you want it raw, <laughs> you go to MSN. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Um, there's a 14-year-old who's suing Snapchat. I saw that. Because he doesn't like the content that he was exposed to. What a fucking cunt. For go when he went on there, there was some story about like top penis tattoos, and it really freaked this guy out. It was. Uh, He's doing a class action lawsuit. Yeah, good. Okay, okay. What a fucking Because it's not... What, is he going to sue the internet? 
There's porn everywhere. Yeah, you fuck. If you don't it, like it, don't go on Snapchat, you fucking idiot. Or just stay away from that shit. Turn dude, it off. You've already fucking seen. You got it. You got to penis in your pants. What that does it matter? The, that kid's the lamest fourteen-year-old ever. He, yeah, he's not. He's not gonna win, and then he's just gonna be marked a fucking loser. People are gonna beat him at his school for being a narc. What a fucking They're like. You're ruining it for us. I'm seeing titties on there, and my parents aren't hip to it. It's so stupid. The fucking, whole world has gone so stupid. It's a bunch of horseshit. Yeah, horseshit on a shing on a piece. Everything, of toast. and I'm so sick of these. All these, these I, I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> what does that mean? You've given up? I've given up. <laughs> I got to get off the grid soon. You want a story that'll I'll pick you up? Is this about the uh, brides who made her bridesmaid buy a more ex- chip in to buy a more expensive dress that she desperately wanted? No, I did see. And that. then said that if you don't do it, you're not a good friend. And so no. lady's like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Period. I go no, fuck yourself. I saw that, but no, that's not this. This will bring your spirits up. All right. This is from Josh in Australia, old plumber. Reality uh, star. Yeah. Adrian from Australia's, uh, I believe, Twitter friend. I don't know. I think they've never met. Adrian who drives they, the big rigs. They should meet up. Dude, I have got to. I've got to go on this big rig tour. I got to go across the outback in this thing. Talk to Adrian. Does he have a monkey whose mouth I can piss in? Uh, ask Adrian. Uh, hit us up if you have a monkey. Or either the way. Boner City, you know, that's my form of uh, relieving myself. So uh, this is from the Daily Mail. And uh, the title the, of the story. The MSN of the <laughs> UK. This, the title of the story is Get a Room. Kangaroo and a pig who've been in a relationship for more than a year are pictured getting intimate. But what does the goose make of it all? Because these three animals are all in one enclosure. Here's the picture of a kangaroo fucking a large pig. Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that thing? It's ingrained in it not to fuck other species. This thing's gone rogue, dude. Look at this. Is the ah the pig is now fucking? Are they both male, dude? Somebody propped them up like that. You think? Yeah, that's not fucking, dude. They're not gonna fuck other things. (laughs) Well, then again, uh, our old dog raped my brother-in-law. There you go. Maybe. We should wow. ask Steve O'Neill about that. So the, here's the story. Uh, it starts off in a very odd fashion. This is an odd writing style. It just starts off like we've been, it's almost Steve O'Neill wrote the article. This is like in the middle of the story. It <laughs> says, after a few minutes, the kangaroo worked himself Homer up. Homer Burris in this? <laughs> it might be. Steve Ball. It says, after a few minutes, the kangaroo worked himself up and went for it. Mr. Frazier said, worked I Worked himself up? He said, I didn't even know it was possible. He told Daily Mail Australia. This is the Daily Mail oh, Australian uh, version. You need to kill these animals. The animals saw us. We met them at the fence, and they just stood together in front of us. Uh, the kangaroo was ripped, a bit aggressive, huffing a bit, but the pig stayed with him, nuzzling under his <laughs> arm, and the kangaroo was hugging the pig for a while. Um... Uh, was that the pig? <laughs> Mr. Frazier said he and his colleague are bewildered by the affection the animals had for another as they nuzzled. Uh, then the kangaroo started hugging the pig from behind, uh, went for it. <laughs> and these guys just watched. The pig was totally nonchalant about the whole thing, not concerned at all. We were standing there like, this is strange. Should we be still standing here watching, taking photos? <laughs> what? <laughs> Should we have our pants up? <laughs> when the kangaroo finished... The pig tried to jump on the back of the kangaroo for a bit, maybe to reciprocate. 
That's then when we decided we'd had enough. Oh wait, or oh, so the kangaroo didn't push him off. I thought maybe the kangaroo was like, "I'm a top only. No. I don't want to be a bottom here." So the entire affair lasted for five or ten minutes. These guys, these fucking guys, watched for five or ten minutes while the kangaroo fucked the pig. Mr. Frazier, <laughs> pictures. Mr. Frazier said he and his colleagues headed to a nearby art gallery where a local. A nearby art gallery. Where a local, what, kind of, what kind of art is happening in this part of fucking Australia? Where a local asked if they had met the kangaroo and pig. He said, yes, they seem pretty close. He said, yeah, the kangaroo's uh, been heaps calmer since the pig has been in there. One of my colleagues was from Northern Arizona University and hadn't seen Outback Australia before. Uh, the local man and the pig owners, Greg Dick, which seems like a fake name, but it's not. <laughs> is this real? <laughs> I mean, can you see, the, is the dingus in the pig in that picture? No, but it is mounting it. Let me see this picture again. So with Greg, let, D- let me see this picture. Greg Dick is the owner. He said he's tried to break the couple up previously, but failed. How, how, you own the goddamn farm. You put them in two different pens. This guy's like, I couldn't keep them apart. He said, Are you kidding me? He said they've been in a relationship for more than a year. He said, I tried to pay, take the pig away the other day, and the kangaroo almost tore the fence down. He said, they're in love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me see this. I got to see the picture again. By the way, the kangaroo is supposedly named Fuck It. Dude, I don't think this is real. And the pig is named Apples. Let me look at this thing. Why? You want to jerk it? I don't want to see this photo. I got to see if this is real. You're saying this may not be real? This you don't think Daily Mail Australia has vetted this story? This is insane. You can use the arrows if you want. Probably easier. That's a big fucking kangaroo. It's a big pig. The pig's nuzzling it? I I think he named, by naming the kangaroo fuck it, I think he set himself up for failure. Oh, it is. O'Neal's studying the picture. It's weird. He has, when he's fucking the pig, one of his arms is draped over like the forearm is resting like he's just like lounging having a good time he's hitting it but that's his dingus right there look at the right? goose just staring on like everything's like not nothing crazy is going on is that his dingus where the tail dude i think these guys pose this thing like you this. think this is just he's just mr dicks seeking fame i don't know man but dude you need to kill those animals can we have uh, they can't get out if they escape now you got a pig fucking kangaroo oh, that is its dick yeah that's his it's dick fuck if uh, any of our Australian correspondents, if you want to, you know, figure this out. This guy couldn't this, keep him apart. He can't keep fuck it. This, this kangaroo's not in love. It's mentally ill. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Dude, it's ingrained in species not to fuck other species. That's why they maintain their own species. Otherwise, you're going to have a pig fucking kangaroo walking around. A pigaroo? A pigaroo. <laughs> Or a kid. What a great story. Man. Just it's shows disturbing, you, dude. dude. Love it's is powerful. Disturbing. It's odd. It's uh, love Somebody is powerful. Somebody scratched thing. the record. Somebody walked in. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, I have a, I have a gut-wrenching feeling when I see that, that something wrong is definitely happening. Why? You don't, you don't like it? It's an instinctual thing where it seems like those two things. Why are you so close-minded, dude? You're animal shaming. I feel like the principal at that... Proms. I feel like giving them my tuxedo jacket, <laughs> covering them up. You feel like doing some inspection? If I were him, I would be out there with a with a broomstick, slapping his dick out Dude, of the, the pig. Uh, the kangaroos are one jacked and two. I know, but you crazy. can stick a, a broomstick through the fence and knock his dick out. Why are you cock blocking? Dude, you can't be fucking a pig. <laughs> what the fuck is he? Want? 
so crazy. <laughs> really is crazy. Well, once again, we have deemed ourselves the go-to animal fucking. <laughs> all right, podcast. I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna bring it back to highbrow. All right, we'll we're talk. All- we got we're we got to wrap it up. This is from the Independent uh, in UK. Steve O'Neill will love this story. Okay, we should just remember to discuss it with him. School in Scotland. I don't know when you think you're going to have a break in the conversation. To discuss an article with. Them. Yeah, it's true. School in Scotland recruited a hawk to scare a nuisance of seagulls and prevent them from stealing students' lunches. <laughs> the fucking seagulls. They, well, they have fucking a, seagull they have a job interview with the fucking seagull. Sea, oh man, if you can't fend off your own fucking lunch, then it deserves to get stolen by the seagull. I hate seagulls. I would be well, very pro. Well, I, you know what? Seagulls are fucking ruthless. I almost took a hawk to the beach because you know how I pack all my they items in a your, paper bag. They attacked your satchel. They you had no food in it. Yeah, and they ripped it apart. They, they ripped, shredded it. You're, you bring a paper bag as like somebody would bring a backpack. I like carry my fins in there. Your you know my, towel. They, yeah. You came back. Your bag was shredded. You, Every your, time your stuff shredded. was like. And I bury it in the sand. These things are crazy. So I, I wouldn't mind hiring a hawk. That's to watch a good us. idea. Now, I, but also if they're stealing your lunches, I don't know. I'd be scared. I would bring a machete with me. I'd eat indoors. But what are you allowed to carry a machete in this school? Can you bring an Alka Seltzer sandwich and just watch the seagull blow up? Has that ever been proven? I don't know. So this uh, Spiny, the Harris Hawk, was brought in to watch over Perth Grammar School in Tayside. By the way, this hawk may start stealing children. It could. The bird uh, was part of a 7,000 whatever euros. Is that the right? Yeah. They're just an L, curse of L. Whatever. Operation put into place after staff reported the gulls have been bo- dive bombing. Wait, they, they put like 7,000 whatever currency into yeah, this into, operation. Wow. The seagulls have been dive bombing pupils and stealing food. Uh, they, the, this hawk was joined briefly by another hawk named Gene, who accompanied him in patrolling the school, fields, and playground. Gene's kind of a weird hawk name. Can't these people just eat lunch inside? You would think. Or the birds, have the birds broken into the school? Is, is, it, this, is this like Lean on Me where they've lost control of to like a rampant gang of seagulls? No, this is like uh, the birds when they break in. Yeah. Uh, also, wait, it, Scotland has terrible weather a lot of the time. So what the fuck? Are they, what do they do when it rains? Like, these kids can't be outside that much. I mean, you don't want to lose your haggis lunch that you traded with your friend uh, Fergus across the way. That's a good point. So they say using birds of prey has become an increasingly popular method of controlling unwanted vermin and deterring seagulls so uh, humanely with several falconry centers advising, advertising their birds for this purpose. Wow. <laughs> if you, are you getting your Celtic stew stolen every day? Last week, Hillingdon Hospital announced it employed a hawk trainer to scare off roosting pigeons thought to be a danger to public health. They were trying to fuck people, I guess. So Spiny the Hawk spent a few weeks protecting pupils at the school, but his contracts come to an end. Uh, the so guy probably wants more money. He's a free agent. Yeah. If anyone else, so any other school that wants this guy. Uh, a Perth council spokesman said the council arranged for hawking activity to take place at the grammar school. This as, is Scotland, right? Yeah, as pest control measure to deter seagulls, which had been nesting on site and causing a nuisance to pupils, staff, Why don't and they visitors. They just fucking blow them up with dynamite. 
Uh, the total cost for the Hawking Services was six six thousand, with an additional <laughs> cost of one thousand for Seagull Program Nest Disruption. Dude, I think they're getting ripped off with their. You could have done. The you, they could have brought you in for the services. Nest Disruption with some quarter sticks. Yeah, I say just st- stick a dynamite. Those things probably won't come back. Um, so this, they say this stage of it's over. They're not the war against the seagulls isn't over just yet. They're going to planning on more stuff. Dude, seagulls are like the MS 13 of gangs. Like there's too many of them. You're never going to stop them. I hate seagulls. I hate, I especially hate seagulls that have gone off the beach and are in cities like the, you know, they're just like trash eaters. Gross. They're just fucking, or if you have like a landfill in your town or an area that used to be one, they fly over those. They're just fucking garbage. Oh, they love the landfill. They're just garbage. They're flying rats, like pigeons. Pigeons I hate too, but those are just... We used to have homing pigeons. Those are... Mike Tyson would appreciate that. Yeah. We used to... We would take them is away Is this part of when, when your family was involved in World War II? No, this is... My brother used to raise homing pigeons. Did he ever send messages to you via homing pigeon? Uh, no, but we would take them in a box and drive them far away and they'd be home when we got there. Just to see if they could do it? Yeah, just to see if the, <laughs> we didn't get ripped off. Your family loves birds. We love every. We have a, we've had a, we've a, a wide variety of animals. But there is a bird heavy presence between your dad. Yeah, you I a, mean, you had a parrot. Had, yeah, we've had geese and ducks and pheasant, quail, turkeys. Speaking of parrots, this one will end it. This is the last one. MSN, great news site. Uh, so there's there's a parrot, an African gray parrot named Bud, in uh, Ainsley Township, Michigan. With a filthy mouth, according to NBC affiliate, some shitty okay. affiliation number. His latest phrase, the one that he won't stop shouting at the top of his lungs, mimicking his owner's voice, is a chilling one. Don't fucking shoot. Yeah, I, I saw that. The bird's <laughs> antics might be laughed off were it not for the fact that his yeah. owner, 45-year-old Martin Durham, was fatally shot at his home in May 2015. His body was found near his wife, Glenna, who had suffered a gunshot wound to her head, but is alive. Though police initially assumed Glenna was a victim of the shooting, police reports obtained by this news station reveal that she's now a suspect in the slaying. And she's alive. Yeah. Relatives told the station that they believe Martin Durham's final moments were imprinted in the bird's memory. <laughs> Jesus And that he, continu- <laughs> he continues to relive the slaying. Or he just watches a lot of fucking movies. With they it. noted that Bud mimicked both Durham and his wife. Couldn't, he, couldn't the wife But you though? know what the thing about getting a parrot to talk is like you have to repeat it a lot. So I don't know if one thing, unless it was just so traumatic that it ingrained it into him. Durham's but. mom told the TV station that bird picks up everything and anything and it's got the filthiest mouth around. I personally think this is where, this is there and he remembers it and was saying it. Durham's father adds. Are they going to put the bird on the uh, stand to testify? I think they do. I What's call it. Say, fuck you. <laughs> I swear hey. to tell the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> fuck you. Anybody seen Richie? <laughs> fuck, fuck you. you. Uh, anybody seen Richie? <laughs> uh, Bud's new owner, the guy Martin's ex-wife, Christina Keller, agrees, telling the station that the bird has a habit of replaying voices of a man and a woman locked in a fierce disagreement. <laughs> she says, I'm hearing two people in an intense argument. Don't fucking shoot were his final words. Two people that I know, voices that I recognize. Things not only it can mimic. Dude, what if this guy. It's intense, she added. When it happens, just, my house turns cold. She's talking oh supernatural. <laughs> Dude, what if this bird's just been watching too much Law and Order? It could be a fan of Columbus. Are you kidding me? Get Dude, out. your house is turning cold. How can you disagree with that? <laughs> You're a fan of horror. I would love. 
to be in this family's conversation when they're talking about the bird's the key to this all. It knows it happened. We got to get the bird. Bring the bird. Get the trial. bird on the stand. Let the bird testify. <laughs> do you see the? Do you see the? Fucking, yeah, over there. <laughs> this is like a Adult Swim show. He fucking raises his wing. How you keep mentioning it. how filthy the bird is? Like, what is it saying? Like, fuck my ass, man. No, I'm Go sure it's it. crazy. Like, my fucking cunt is sweaty. <laughs> or like dropping end bombs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, eat the shit out of my asshole. <laughs> well, they were into shit play, so that makes sense. I mean, I'd put it on the stand, dude. What do you have to lose? But what if it goes crazy on the stand and it burns you and it gives it, ah, he was beating her. <laughs> the judge has a small dick. <laughs> that, that is enough. You will be yeah, held in You're in contempt of court. <laughs> you will be, we'll put you in a fucking veterinary hospital. Uh, if you let the it. record show that the parrot is now pointing at. <laughs> <laughs> the parrot is flying around the courtroom the- and has shit on the defendant's head. Can you imagine? I would want to see. These people are so crazy. I guarantee you they would love to have it. Get it up there. Just let that jury hear the oh, voice. Oh, you know they're calm. The, and it's sad. This is, you know, it's a sad situation. These people lost. That's family been made members. comical by the addition of a fucking parrot. But you know they're calling the cops all the time saying this parrot, this parrot knows. It's telling just us. let him see the fucking person. Let him see the body. Put him, let, him just, let him pick him out of a lineup. Next. <laughs> Don't fucking shoot. Show the tits. What if don't fucking shoot from like a Seagal movie? Could be from a fucking 100,000 movies. I heard the parrot also has been saying a lot. Ah, snatch every motherfucking birthday. <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> I've heard that too. Who, what is, what was the, what was your favorite animal story of this episode? <sighs> they were all so good. I mean, you have a kangaroo fucking a pig. I mean, that, that, but that, you have a hawk. I think the government should step in and euthanize those animals. You have a watchdog hawk. I mean, that was pretty cool. And you got a witness parrot. It was was cool in in the most pussy of ways. Like, (laughs) you have a fucking seagull problem. You spend 7,000 or whatever your fucking currency is. Can you just bring a couple guys out there with like machine guns and be like, just go to town? Yeah. Who can, I mean, is anyone like pro seagull where they're like, don't, there's so many of them. You put a net up. Just anything. I mean, something's got to be a cheaper alternative than this. Give the kids bats and just bait them in with the food and just nail them. Why don't you put poison in the food? That's what I say. And have the kids build up a resistance. <laughs> That's Wow, you're a real princess bride thinking with yeah. the Iocane powder. That's right. <laughs> That's a good thinking. So, I don't know. Uh, favorite animal story? <sighs> a lot rides on this. Probably the principal putting the the jacket on <laughs> Because that, that principal's a big, big fucker. <laughs> I mean, what a lame school. There's a million of them. They're all like, why? I'm, man, we're so fucking, I just don't understand. That's a, a shit show. How bad is your life at home? It's just a fucking. When, you, when you're like, uh, this girl's tempting me with these big old fucking titties. It's Put crazy. Put them away. It's a the girl was just trying to go to her school dance. She got to deal with this horse shit. It's crazy, man. Do you think she'll get her tits reduced? Think they've they've worked? No, I think she should get them even pumped up bigger. You didn't get fake ones. Yeah, to say fuck you. And just start wearing skin tight tops. And then go do some porno so that we can all see them. Remember in that we were both uh, in school in the nineties. Remember uh, body suits that girls would wear? Yeah, you just really get a glimpse of those budding boobies back in the day. All remember when like even moms would wear. Uh, I don't even know what you'd call them. 
Remember the skin tight? They had like loops in the bottom of the of the. They're like a pant. Overalls? No, but they were they were fuck hammer pants. No, there was a name for them. They'd be in like real weird color. They look like Bill Cosby sweater designs on the pants, but they had like loops in the bottom. Oh, and wow, stretch like, pants like or something. Stirrup stretch pants. Yeah, what was on all top? the moms? Fucking. Well, I mean, whatever you chose, but like I remember moms always wore that. And you're talking for the ass. Yeah, got it. You could see a lot of uh, a lot, lot of, of camel toe. Yeah, a lot, a lot of camel toe. Depending <laughs> on how many kids they had, they, they they would have made her wrap the the principal's fucking sweater around her waist. <laughs> What a fucking... That guy definitely wears his socks up to his knees. We can only hope Tidy that that whiteies. vice principal gets busted for looking at porno on uh, school time, which actually happened to a vice principal at my what? high school when I was there. Really? Yeah. Guy what got kind busted. of shit was he looking at? I think just regular porn, but I, I don't know. Like abuse, blowjobs? I, I think he just got like fired. Like crazy so shit? I don't think it was criminal. He oh, just man. got fired. But I mean, he couldn't wait till he got home? No, probably because at home is fucking... He's under lock and key. <laughs> Like as soon as he gets home, like you can't touch the computer, Bob. That guy, this guy looked exactly like um, Harry from Night Court. Oh yeah, like it literally, like I almost I feel like all principals look like no, but like I'm talking almost identical. And we, uh, we my, had a guy that looked like Ned Flanders, like identical <laughs> to Ned Flanders, and we called him Flanders. This guy's last name rhymed with Spooky, so everyone called him Spooky. His last name Spooky Dookie. And uh, a friend of mine who hates authority, maybe more than you. He was a hippie. Hates any How sort does he of. Hate, does he still hate authority? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I haven't What's, talked to him in a while. Where is his? So uh, he called this guy spooky to the guy's face all the time, and the guy once yelled at him for singing "Happy Birthday" too loud in the cafeteria. I think he said, "Get out!" I think he said, "Get out of here, spooky!" And the guy walked away. <laughs> wow, what a defeat, dude! I think that's it, why we go look at that porno. It has got to be the worst thing ever to deal like. When I see high school kids now, I'm terrified because like they they have nothing to lose. What can you do to them? I would never work with high school kids, if I, especially as a principal, because what the fuck? They know that you can't do anything to them. Not to mention just the antics that you do then are just things you would never do at any other time of your life. You know and they're I mean? degrading to the adults. Like I remember any time uh, there was a live microphone at any sort of event, whether it be student government speeches yeah. or like... They used to do, uh, when I was first in high school, they would have like student government meetings that the whole school would go to for some reason, and they would have open mics at the end for like to bring up topics. What? We had elections. And these guys, my brother's age, would just get these hockey players, would get on the mics and just say the fucking stupidest, but like craziest shit, and the teachers would get so fucking pissed, but they had to hear it because it was like part of the open mic. Stupid. Then during my lunch, a kid grabbed a friend of ours, we dared him to, I think he lost some competition we were doing. And he had to grab the mic uh, that was up there live for like... Some, Why would they leave a live mic in the cafeteria? I think there was like some form of speechings or something. I don't know what it was. Speeches or something. And I think the guy was like, hey, I'm single. If anyone wants to like hook up with it. I think he used some fairly graphic like uh, allusions. to fuck. And he didn't say that, but kind of alluded to. And he got like an obvious serious, in quotes, trouble. So you can't do that. Like another principal. I saw a principal fight like the Buddy Ravel character from three o'clock high, I was in my study hall and the principal was like, I think uh, like an interim principal. He was a friend yeah. of mine, a girl in my grade, her father. And he was like a jacked guy, like, like was into surfing and stuff and like in good shape. 
And he went toe-to-toe with, like, one of the biggest badasses in the school. And they started, like, no, f- I don't think fists were thrown, but it was, like, grappling and I, shit. And I, I remember looking up, and like, this is crazy. There was a guy who fought our vice principal. Who won? Uh, I think it was kind of broken up, and there was no clear winner, but he punched him. Jesus. Dude, every, he thrown out of school? Yeah. Every couple of weeks, we used to drive by and shoot up our principal's house with paint guns. Jesus I think the statute of limitations is up on that. So You're I such a model it. student. He's a fucking How'd you know where he lived? Everybody knew where he lived. How? I don't even know. I mean, people just knew. Oh, Did I, he live in your town? No, because they, there was people who lived next door to him that went to high school, and that's how it all Yeah, oh, so he lived in no, your he town. He lived like near the high school, too. Yeah, because a lot of them live like in other towns. Or, Do yeah. they? I mean, Ours I all lived. I once I stood up on a chair during Halloween. You're allowed to dress up. I never did because I felt like you participated in school too much by doing that. But my buddy dressed as a cowboy and he had a cap gun, and so I stood up on the chair, fired off six or five rounds of the cap gun. You imagine if you did that today? So they fucking mob me, thinking that maybe it's a real gun. But all I had to do was eat with the principal for two weeks. If in you his did office. that today, you would be like shot. Yeah, I, I would have been shot down. He goes. You're coming with me, cowboy. That's what, That's he, what he said me. to you. Was it like a gay thing? Like he was like, let's do some broke back. I don't think it was. Dude, there was a guy. I had in my... to sit with this asshole for two weeks, though, and eat my fucking lunch at his office. There was a guy in my high school, a real fucking maniac. He loved fighting. He was jacked, short, but he like had great hands. He was like almost when he fought, it was almost like a boxer. Like he'd throw combinations. Great hands for high school. Yeah. <laughs> but he was small, but like jacked. Yeah. In senior year. He decided, I think it was towards the end of school, like, you know, you're going to graduate. I think he bought like a ton of fucking white mice and just let them loose in the school cafeteria. And it was fucking mayhem, dude. People were trampling. I mean, it was insanity. It's like a bloodbath. Dude, this guy is not a normal guy. That's a bold, (laughs) bold move. This guy was a little crazy. He also got thrown out of a college, I believe, later in his freshman year because someone, uh, he made an enemy. And he shit and piss. Uh, I think he had two, or no, I think it was one container. He shit and piss into one like, uh, like gallon like water jug or a bucket or something, and then threw it from like a second story where he lived down to a first story to this person's door, and it just exploded. Whoa. And uh, he got booted from college. Whoa. Dude, that's a bull. That's you've gone too far. He would also shit in people's bathtubs if he was invited to a party or if he just went to the party. So you can't. My problem. My I draw the line at duty. He he would duty in uh, school books and then shut the book and put it on the shelf. I, that guy is, he might be schizophrenic. Dude, he's, he's pretty crazy. Yeah. He just, <laughs> really? I didn't, everything he does involves duty. Dude, my buddies and I, one of our friends was good friends with him and we would tell him like, you got to control this guy. You got to control the duty? If you see him out. Was, we, he, the, was he the duty master? No, because we would see him out and if he saw you and he was drunk in high school, he would bite you so hard, like you wouldn't you wouldn't see him, but you'd feel someone biting oh. your fucking arm. A lot of biting I, in this episode to the point where you felt like you were bleeding. And he's like, yeah. "Hey, what's?" Up? And you're like, "Yeah, hey man." But you tell the other guy, "Hey man, get this guy under fucking control." I know guys like there was guys where you would see if they were drunk, you'd be like, "We got to get out of here because these guys are out of." He's a guy control. like yeah. We and one of my friends was we were all me, my friend, and this guy were all in the same English class in high school, and our my other friend was so scared of this guy. That he would give him uh, money <laughs> to be like, and then constantly remind him like, hey man, remember I gave you that money? Like, don't oh, fuck like, with me. <laughs> he bought his fucking loyalty. And later, my friends, uh, he had a Jeep Wrangler, which get broken into all the time. Yeah. And his radio got, st- he had like the pop-up radios people had and it got yeah. ripped off. 
and people found out it was this other bad Larry guy who stole it. And so the crazy guy wanted to fight that guy anyway, but he just wanted a reason. So he's like, you stole my friend's radio. And he, I saw him whip that guy so fucking bad in this fight out by the parking lot in school. And this guy went up like, it was like an 80s fight because he was whipping this guy's ass like bad. And he's like fucking destroying him. Then this guy comes up and is like, hey man, and like puts his arm on the guy's back who's whipping the guy. Yeah. He just turns and fucking knocks that guy fucking down with a punch. And he was just like in fuck. And he gets in his car and he's like, you got another, if you got a problem, we'll fight again right now. Otherwise, this is over, man. And he just drove away. It's a bold. <laughs> in a yellow Volvo. <laughs> there, was, there were those guys in high school that would scare the shit out of you. There was this guy who's actually a cousin of a friend of mine and he used to sit next to me in one of my classes and I would let him copy off my paper, but the problem is it was his English class. I'm fucking dyslexic. I don't know anything. <laughs> and so he got like a D. <laughs> what? But did he think he was like, was he an F student? He's like, thanks yeah, a lot. Like it was, was almost, like, but he, he didn't really hold it against me. But when I would see him later, like. <laughs> was he, that one time or was this like a regular thing? No, we just had a class together once, but like. I also tried to befriend him. No, I'm saying I, a one-time cheating, or did he always? No, cheat? he used to copy off me a lot. So I he think was, I he, got a D in that class. He, was and just he probably got an F. I don't think just, he was shooting for the D. No, because I don't think he even finished uh, school. Oh, out. Okay. I think he. Find, I think he may have gotten thrown out halfway through that Jeez. semester. He probably. But he he was nuts, and then he used to stay at the motel uh, later in life. And last time I saw him, he had a giant scar across his face. Oh boy! And I was like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh man, what happened to your face?" He's like, "Oh, I was at a party." And I got in a fight with all these guys, and then one of them broke a beer bottle over my head and then Ooh. raked it down my face and then stabbed me in the chin with it. Jesus. And that was like, that was this guy's life. This is like, he was he was a brawler and he was mentally unstable. Jesus. And he was, those guys, I always went out of my way to try to some way win over in case there was ever a fucking problem. Yeah, I always tried to be on good terms with the guy I mentioned. I don't even want to say his name right now, just in case. Well, there's no point. We, we get on bad terms. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to. Is it, remember I told you a guy who I ran into walking in L.A.? It was that guy. Oh, that was the guy. I was crossing a crosswalk. Someone beeps at me. says, get in, asshole. It was this guy. I got in the car just because when he said, I was like, I don't have a choice here. Dude, I'd be like, fuck you. What are you you're going to get raped. No, I mean, I was friendly in quotes with him, but you could never fully know what that entailed. Yeah, you haven't seen him in years. I think my friend still sees him every now and then. I'm still leery of him <laughs> See, to this I, day. Yeah. I've washed my hands of all those. People. He would bite you, and it would hurt so fucking bad. bad. Um, I have this phone call. It's a it's alleged celebrity phone call. Okay, has it been <laughs> cleared by? Uh, I I don't know. Your don't lady know. said no. Her votes no. Yeah, but she 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 has her reasons. For what are her reasons? That she just doesn't think it should be released to the world because. It's incriminating. <laughs> to to whom? To you? No, to this uh, quasi celebrity. And that's a serious concern. Yeah, I'll let you listen to it, and then maybe in two episodes, maybe we'll put now. it off. Put it uh, on our album. I listened to it on the way here. And uh oh, Joe Perry of Aerosmith rushed to uh, what is this breaking news? Hospital, possible cardiac arrest. Okay, are you a huge Aerosmith fan? I mean, they're from the Boston area, so you know. Not a huge fan, or really a fan. <laughs> I did once walk by what? Joe Perry when I went to go see Jerry Seinfeld perform uh, in Boston before I even ever did comedy. Okay. My sister and I went on a date. How did he smell? Joe Perry? Yeah. Smelled like a musician. Okay, great. 
Well, that's been post show talk. Yeah, there it is. Post show talk is down the drain. Episode 52's in the books, in the hookers. Uh, 53's already in the can. Already in the can, because O'Neal's going out of town. He'll be eating fried Twinkie uh, teriyaki sticks. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you have to report. When you, I mean, you, you claim you may do mushrooms on this trip. I don't think there's a maybe. There I mean, you, will you, be mushrooms. It's a requirement to go on the trip. O'Neal may come back a completely different guy. I mean, he may I may be I may be better for it. You may have different philosophies on life. <laughs> I hope so. You may. Uh, <laughs> It'll help me live in society better. Who knows? You It'll may be have an easier transition into society if I come back. You may try with, to fuck a bear while you're on mushrooms and dude, camping. Uh, I may knows? get my dick. What if I got my dick ripped off? I had to get a dick donor because a bear clawed it off. We could point to our episode of where we talked about dick donors positively, and you could maybe get bumped up on the list. I bet maybe you have to be on the Canadian list, though, because it happened there. Good point. Ari Shafir, who you're going with, got injured in Canada, and he said they're socialistic. Uh, medical system he went to if you're not from canada they fucking charge you up the yang well it was like a thousand bucks but actually way cheaper than the u.s i'm gonna go up there and get a couple things fixed you're gonna get your titties done i'm gonna buy a fake id with a fake uh health card and i'm gonna get a bunch of shit done maybe Hihachi mishima can give you some of his documents he's canadian i don't think he wants my maybe, all, all my services that i'm gonna have done maybe death squad ottawa can give you some stuff Maybe. Maybe there's a guy coming to see you. I believe at Yuck Yucks. No, I don't know if he's going to come or not. With a yo or you? By you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That has been episode fifty. Subscribe to the show. You know the drill. Five star review. Leave a text. Stop freeloading. If you're freeloading, you're doing something wrong. And tell two friends. We're going to be hiring hawks to track down freeloaders. They'll be flying into your bedroom. They're going to claw your dick and or if you have a vagina. If you can prove that you've turned 10 people onto the podcast, Danish and O'Neill will call your parents' house yep. at 3 in the morning yep. and prank them. We will. We have all your parents' numbers. And no, they have to give it to No, us. we have. I have them all. You don't have it. Barbara, dude, Barbara is... Just getting into some tomfoolery. Now. We're getting into post post talk. Yeah, I know, but now this is. <laughs> uh, there's a new section called tomfoolery. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that a real guy's name? Probably is. I bet. Yeah, there's tomfoolery. Left us a review a long time ago. No, but I'm saying it probably is actually a real guy. I'm sure. Name. Foolery sounds like a real last Chuck name. Woolery. All right, I think we're having, we're, trying, we're having trouble getting dismounting. All right, well. From this episode. I'm going to dismount just like those Olympic gymnasts are going to dismount and well, they get the Zika virus and Dude, Rio. who the fuck is going to that goddamn Olympics? I just That's saw crazy. today a 16-year-old made the fucking track team. This girl's not really? even a senior in high school. They said it has that hasn't happened since the 70s. Did you see the Mexican chick? They call the human emoji. Why? She's, She's yellow? a gymnast. She can, oh, I thought uh, she was yellow. No, she looks... <laughs> She looks like the eggplant. She a very she like the eyes. eggplant emoji. <laughs> she always winking. She has green hair and a purple Why body. Why is she the human emoji? Because she can tr- fold her body into all these different shapes. Like what? She can make like a fucking dragon? Yeah, she can look like a horse. Human emoji know. sounds like something you could like order at like a... <laughs> what? Some like... Thai, uh, like a cat, Thai cannibalist yeah. cafe, or like no, like a cat house. You know, like you want to fuck the human emoji. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe, I, yeah. Hopefully, this girl doesn't end up at the cat house. <laughs> I hope, no, I'm not saying it. I hope so. I'm saying the nickname's a little not great. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I didn't give it to her. I'm not. Why not the contortionist? 
I think that's probably been done many times. And they want to make it sound more modern. Emoji. Well, it's not just that, okay? I've given many great nicknames, okay? Be safe in Calgary, okay? Well, I will. Good luck at Yuck Yucks. Don't talk about your dick. I called. Uh, he did say that a lot. I called him, <laughs> and he goes, okay, well, I don't think you're ready for Canada. You're okay. not ready. Ari, you're making a mistake. Okay, I have some guys you need to bring. You don't, he doesn't have his beats down. Okay, needs to work on his beats up there, Ari. I think Ari's gay. Why do you think I've seen his balls so much? <laughs> Jimmy Pidge walking around there with his big fucking dick. <laughs> that, that's, that's Tommy Foolery right there. <laughs> Tommy Foolery, that is true. Wow. I think it needs some work. He once said about a comic, I won't say the guy's name, doesn't even give me a tingle in my balls, okay? <laughs> I was like, wait, so guys you like give you a tingle in your balls? And I know we all looked at each other and go, wait, wait. And then Susie walked away, we're like, what? so a lot of guys are giving him a huge tingle in his balls. I once saw him when Carlos Mencia wasn't the most well-liked guy around there due to the uh, the, the thievery allegations yeah. and all that, what have you. We weren't really involved in that, but he wasn't a popular guy. What? Who wasn't involved? We saying? weren't, specifically. What do you mean? With the Mencia incident or any of that. No, I was there that night. No, I'm just saying, though, like, personally, we had, you know, no skin in the game, but... No, I was overall, just though, I just like the chaos. No, I but was, I'm saying overall, people seem to side with Rogan in that comics. Oh, I mean, I sided with Rogan. Yeah. Anybody who's a comic sided with Rogan. So I remember Tommy... Had his nose real up Carlos Mencia's well, also, asshole. I, I didn't like Mencia because he came in and fucking bumped all the time. Yeah, I did it a lot. I, yeah. I had skin in the game. I didn't want fucking Mencia around. I was trying to play it uh, diplomatically, but you ruined it. I had some goddamn skin in the game. <laughs> I'm not afraid to take a stance. So uh, Tommy loved Mencia. And Ari and I were standing at the cover booth, which is where Tommy worked. He was a fucking... That was Tommy's home. He was a human jack-in-the-box where he would steal money. Not even allegedly. <laughs> you can't say that. I can't say that? No. Why not? Do you have evidence? I don't have evidence. It's where I think he would. Okay. It's, a, it's my hypothesis <laughs> that he was... There's only one man in this room that can give definitive evidence. <laughs> so anyhow... Yeah, I was, it's allegedly. Allegedly. Jesus That's allegedly. Christ. It's at the end of the show. No one's going to catch it. <laughs> it's in the Tommy Foolery section. So he was in the booth, and Ari and I were sitting there. It was a packed room, Mencia's up there, and he's like, I think he was like bitching him. I think Mencia was like, I don't think I did a good show, but you know, whatever, blah, he was blah, blah. He's pandering to the crowd yeah. to please, Carlos, please. And yeah, and Tommy gave all, just out of nowhere, sticks, there's like a, there's a front area to the booth where you deal with people coming in, and there's a side area where with you can curtains. talk to employees with curtains. He opens the curtain like a fucking puppeteer, and out comes his head. And he just screams, we love you, Carlos. <laughs> and, and I just looked at each other like, did that really just happen? Dude, he used to bow. He would bow if Mencia was there. He would like no, bow to him. Like I've a always joked. Asian he always, man. no, he greets any, any person any, who's like a celebrity. He, the, lo, the higher standing they are, the lower the bow goes. Bows. So it's like, well, I learned it in Japanese culture. Arsenio Hall's coming in. I got to get my nose close to the floor. I can't come in today. My back hurts. I can't bow. Okay. I have better hair than Jim Carrey. Okay. No, he didn't. That's he said that. Said. No, he what did he say? He said, because I came in right after he'd met Carrie, and it was, <laughs> oh, man, he was just, well, tell you what, he has better hair than me, but my face looks about 10 years younger. Whoa. 
<laughs> Tommy really prided uh, himself on his hair. Jim so. Carrey was a he, he. He did a lot of facial expressions. He did. So it takes a toll on you. It does take a toll on you. It's like a guy who you know, like Van Damme, probably has bad hips from all the splits. It's I've had sp- sex with as many women, probably more than Paulie Shore. Okay, that's just fact. I, I know what he's going through. <laughs> what a fucking bag. Anyway, that's been Tommy Foolery. I've been the Danish. Uh, this is O'Neill. Let me play the. Uh, this the f- may be. Well, actually, 53. I should have said it at 53. This will be my, this could be my last podcast. Oh, don't start that. People heard erections. I'm going to get nervous. You're talking no, because of I'm a saying bear. If I don't, but if I don't come back, I have a list of people that I want to be as possible co hosts. Okay. Can you please. Tell uh, you have number one Bushman regular. T- tell your your lady, regular co-host. Tell your lady that list, and so I can go to her. I'm gonna email it to you. All right. Well, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Uh, we have one in can for the so we'll have after that episode 54 will be what happened to O'Neill in Calgary if he comes back <laughs> with a U <laughs> and an O. <laughs> Steal Danish and only